Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of I Don't Know History. Uh, I'm Alex the Historian, and alongside me, as always, is my uh, my keen companion, RJ. <laughs> Say hello, RJ. Hello, I don't know history. No, he doesn't. But hopefully, after this, you will know a little bit more. I feel like I say that quite a lot. Yeah, you do. RJ, <laughs> the question I have for you today, we're going to jump straight into it. Yep. Who discovered America? Um, not um, that Christopher Columbus. That's all I know. Well, that is debatable. What? Okay, let's bring it in. <laughs> so who was the first person... I mean, obviously, the indigenous people of America discovered yes, America. The, nati- the Native Americans. The Native American Indians were there first. Discovered them, and um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Listen to podmage.com and no. different kind of casting. But, re- <laughs> but really, so who was the first European to land on the American continent? Um, all I remember is something about New Amsterdam um, being a thing. So my guess, the Dutch. <laughs> You're wrong. What? Oh my god. So, I'm going to talk to you about Norse colonization. Oh Christ! Of America. So we're going back then. We're yeah. Gonna... So right. Put the put the flux capacitor to further back in the this past. Gonna, yeah, this is going to fuck you about up. A thousand years of American uh, discovery. So, oh my god. as you know, yeah. uh, hopefully Greenland is owned by Denmark. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, oh, no, Norway, sorry, it's part of Norway. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I don't know geography either, so I don't, I, I, <laughs> you saying I don't know Greenland is owned by Denmark is like saying I don't know, um, I don't know, I haven't got a really good example for this. Okay, what well, good. In I don't the- know, tea's grown in Britain. Tea isn't grown in Britain. I mean, there is one tea farm in did Britain. You, did you see that meme that went viral? Oh yeah, oh, that man who got really, I retweeted it, yeah. He got really irate that Yorkshire tea wasn't grown in Yorkshire. Anyway, so in the 10th century AD, according to the saga of the Icelanders, Greenland was settled uh, in the 980s, right? Mm-hmm. Greenland's all the way over there, pretty much next to North America. Well, it's not over there where you're currently pointing. Well, it's, it's west. There's the south, right? It's that so it'll be that it's way. That, fine. Greenland was something like that. So, um, basically, it came from uh, probably the most famous Icelander of all time, Eric the Red. You heard that name? Yeah. Eric the Red was a Viking leader, and he was banished from Iceland. Mm-hmm. Uh, he explored the uninhabited southwest coast of southeast coast of Greenland, right? And he okay. colonized it. Yeah, he uh, made habitats on it. Do you know why he called it Greenland? Because it was green. No. It was white, mostly. He called it Greenland in the hopes that people would be more likely to go there if it had a nice name. Aww. He called it Greenland. It's like, I hope people come to my... Then why do they call Iceland Iceland? Because it's mainly ice. Isn't Iceland green and Greenland ice? Yes. Are they named I, no, the wrong Ice- way around? Iceland is, is primarily... In the winter, Iceland's bigger than it is in the summer. Iceland and Greenland names... This is why we need Alexa as our third guest. Yeah. Like. Oh, okay. The story of Iceland and Greenland. Another Norwegian flame from Norway first. Okay. I might be spoiling this for you. 
Um, should the trend continue, Iceland will likely suffer much colder temperatures than even at sea, while Greenland will continue to grow warmer. Ah, oh, so it looks like it's switching, but used to be the case that they were the wrong way around. Yeah. Basically, you call it Greenland because green sounds good. The SC Nation gets its name from Icelandic murderer. Oh, am I spoiling? Am I spoiling? I'm not bringing that up, but yeah, he, he, he did die there. Oh, right, okay. That's not what I'm going with. I'm just going about discovery, really. I'm not talking about the people. I'll Google go in, spoiling. I'm going to go into Columbus a little bit. Minute. So, anyway. So, on Greenland, he founded a bishopric. He exported walrus ivory, furs, rope, sheep, blubber, and live animals, such mm-hmm. as polar bears, so to bring them back to Norway and Iceland. In the 1100s, Greenland became part of the rule of the King of Norway, because originally it was his own place. Yeah. There is evidence of trade with the native peoples of Greenland as well, the Beothuk tribes and the Thule, which are ancestors of the Inuit, that exist today. Okay. Now, Greenland, everyone sort of reasonably knows about the discovery of Greenland. There are areas to the west of Greenland, and they were discovered by several different Norse sailors. So, Bjarni Herjolfsson was a merchant. Uh, He was sailing to Greenland to obviously trade his wares and such. He was blown off course and discovered... Heluland, Markland, and Vinland, they were named by him. Now, Heluland is thought to be Baffin Island, which is in present-day Nunavut, Canada. Markland was part of the Labrador coast, so Labrador, and Vinland was suspected to be Newfoundland. Literally, Newfoundland. There's a street in Cardiff named after that. Yeah, there's a street in Cardiff named after a bunch of... Um, there's Australia Road. Australia Road, New Zealand Road. Yeah. Basically things discovered Canada by Road. explorers. So, yes. Um, and then, after Bjarni Herjolfsson returned, uh, Eric the Red's sons Leif, Thorvald and Carl Sevney uh, also sailed west. Mm-hmm. Um, they used Bjarni's directions. So Leif arrived in Cape Bald on the northern tip of Newfoundland, which mm-hmm. is now Canada, obviously. Thorvald went to Vinland. He was killed by suspected Native American Indians after he attacked a camp. Oh. And Carl Sevigny sailed to Straumfjord, the Nordic name, which is thought to be Heluland, now Canada. Now, it's really interesting to think that Norse, Norsemen went, but where's the record, RJ? Where's the record? There's no record. Well, recently, uh, in the, certainly in the 20th or in the 20th century, there were discoveries of uh, Norse uh, things, proof of Norse expansion too. The continent. So there's a stone tower in Newport, Rhode Island, which has Norse like glyphs on it. Mm-hmm. There's more glyphs on uh, Dighton Rock in Massachusetts, and there's runes on Narragansett runestone in Rhode Island. And also, much more recently in the, in the 20th century, in the 1960s, Anne Ingstad excavated a Norse settlement. Oh, Arna, sorry, Arna Ingstad, it's a man, excavated a Norse settlement at Lance or Meadow in Newfoundland, Canada. So. In summary, Heliland is purported to be Baffin Island, none of it. Markland is in Labrador, Canada. So you've already got sort of 500 years before anyone else landed anywhere like that. You have Norsemen landing on it. That's only been discovered fairly recently. That's weird. It is weird, isn't it? No, like, so few people know about that. But you think they colonized Greenland in 980, and it's, it's that far away from Canada. Oh, yeah. Like, you always just think, oh, like... When you think of, like, the starting of America kind of thing, mm. you always get told, like, oh, the Brits went over. Brits went over in Virginia and four score seven years ago, all that, and then yeah. the War and of then, Independence in 1776. And I don't really talk about the Native Americans much. No. It's all like, let's ignore that. <laughs> yeah, and no, they, they did. Yeah. They really did. Yeah. And um, I know roughly the history of, say, like, 
murdering and taking land and then taking more land from Mexico. Yes. Um, it, it looks like the Vikings, unlike what they were known for, which was uh, raiding, yeah, kind of went over there and just traded with the native people and were actually quite peaceful. But there is a misconception about Vikings that they raped and pillaged and burned people. They did do that, but they were also quite a peaceful nation who traded and, you know, did a bunch of things. Didn't have horns on their helmets either. <laughs> Let's not try and paint them in a better picture if they still, you know, raped and pillaged. I mean, everyone raped and pillaged. It wasn't like... It doesn't mean it's so, okay, Alex. Vi- I know that, but the Vikings had a sp- very specific reputation for doing it, and everyone did it, and they weren't as horrible as everyone made them out. It's, be- it's because the history that we know is written by Europeans. True. The Vikings raided. The sagas of the Icelanders are written by Icelandic people who go, oh yeah, we were nice. Just What's the way it the is. Truth? What's the truth? Well, there is a lot more about uh, questionable truths in this podcast. So now, <sighs> we are going to talk about Columbus, obviously. Okay. Because um, Christopher Columbus, or in his native language, Cristoforo Colombo, because he's Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm learning Italian currently. Oh, are you? Well, yeah. maybe you'll be able to translate some of these names, because there's a lot of Italian explorers who visited America. Yeah, I doubt I'll do a good job of it. Christopher Columbus wanted to sail west. Okay? Here's a little bit of of background for you. The Mongols in Asia, who arrived in the medieval times, had allowed for safe trade routes for Europeans throughout the early 15th century. Mm -hmm. But in Constantinople, modern Istanbul, uh, there was a war between uh, the Mongols and the Ottoman Turks. Mm -hmm. Okay? In 1453... And Constantinople, the sack of Constantinople, this is another historical thing that we'll gloss over today and maybe talk about in a later episode, made it a lot harder to, uh, for, to take the road to the Indies for trade, as they were known then, the Indies. Because yeah. obviously there's Catholics and the Ottoman Turks who were Muslim and they didn't get on. Yeah. The Ottoman Empire actually survived until the very end of World War I. Remember we talked about the Ottoman Empire? 500-year empire, really successful. Massive. Better than ours. Well, yeah. So... <laughs> Columbus wanted to sail in order to, to he didn't he couldn't go what east anymore. In order to sail yeah, he wanted to sail I actually roughly know some stuff about that. It said like set up with the whole spice trade mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I wanted to trade over in the yeah, Indies and stuff like exactly that. Exactly the spice trade. So in, instead of travelling through that route, they were mm-hmm. like, Well, how about going the other way around? Mm-hmm. People keep assuming that Christopher Columbus also figured out that the world was round instead of flat. It's just that is incorrect. Incorrect. Well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was well known at that point that the world was round. I don't know where flat the flat Earth I'm, conception comes from. Let's take Galileo a look. Galileo knew that the world was round. It was thousands of years. Thousands. Of years. Everyone thought the world was um, round. But it's just Christopher Columbus seemed to be the first person to sail that way. Mm-hmm. They didn't really know there was more land that way. Of well, America. Well, so we thought, thought up until you know what you've just recently said, um, but no one sailed from say like Portugal and Spain, no, or across to the Americas, no, um, and then yeah, you, you they, they were aiming to go around that way to get to India, the back route. Well, not India so much, but the Indies as they were the called, Indies, just yeah. the that area was was referred yeah. to as the East Indies, hence yeah. why it's the West Indies today. Yeah. So, he, yes, he wanted to sail west in order to find a western path to the Indies. He was actually trying to reach Japan. He was hoping to land at Japan, because they didn't think there was anything there. They just thought it was ocean, 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 Japan. He made several voyages. That's weird. Oh, right, okay. I, th- I thought he meant that they didn't know Japan. Like, there were people in Japan. I was like, oh, no, they that's knew... weird. The Dutch used to go there a lot for They trade. knew Japan existed. But obviously... It's weird. My knowledge of history so far seems to be more niche. 
of like you seem to know like little pockets <laughs> of everything that I talk about and like the wider thing you're like I have no idea I've never got no fucking the Dutch point. went to Japan when I don't know <laughs> why I don't know when did that stop I have no idea I know the broad stroke so I know yeah. in the like thousands of years not thousands hundreds of years ago the Dutch regularly went there for trade and then the Europeans went over and they were like here's Jesus and then <laughs> Japan was like no thank you the British went there and uh, killed all the samurai yeah, and then um, they had to modernize Japan's. Well, um, they tried the, to. the way they waged war, basically, because swords and armor didn't work anymore. I guess China and Japan went to war, and uh, they brought over no the Mongols, I should say, the Mongols trying to go over to Japan, uh, and they had a fight, but the Mongols died twice in typhoons. <laughs> oh, God, and um, yeah, and then Japan won, and then they confiscated all the swords in Japan. Oh, well, there you go. We can talk about that in another episode if you like. Feel free. Columbus made four voyages, right? <laughs> in his first voyage, do you know what his do you know what his ships were called? Um, I've forgotten, but the, I do know. It, it, like the Nina, saying, yeah, the Pinta, and no, I've lost them. The Santa Maria. That's the one that I know. That's the one that I I, 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 know. I know them very well because of in um, Step Brothers they sing they have boats and hose. And they, they mention all three ships. God Very sake. famous ships, right? I just know the Santa Maria, just because I think any, anything with the San, Santa in front of it, like Santa Fe, Santa Monaco, mm-hmm. just, I just, I think I just like Santa. Mm-hmm. Just, despite the fact that he was, it's, <laughs> he, he was Italian, he was operating with the, um, the consent of the, of the Spanish. Yeah. He was sitting with the Spanish, hence he why. The, the money. Nina Pinta Santa Maria, all Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he landed on San Salvador Island, Mm-hmm. which still exists, obviously. Yes. still called San Salvador Island, I should say. It's in the Bahamas. Yes. In 1492. He did not get to America. No. On his next three voyages, he landed on several Caribbean islands. In his second second voyage, he landed on a bunch of uh, Caribbean islands, or the Greater Antilles, as they're called, and the Lesser Antilles. So, Cuba, Jamaica. He also landed on the island of Hispaniola, which is still called Hispaniola, but the countries on it are Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Lesser Antilles, Trinidad and Tobago, Grenada, along with many others. I won't go into them all because there's a lot. Antigua and Barbuda and all those sorts of ones. Can I take over for a second and tell me why I'm wrong? Okay. Uh, I just, I get excited when I might notice certain things. So Christopher Columbus went over and mm-hmm. was just kind of like, uh, hey, who the fuck are you? Where's your, where's your gold? Yeah. Where's your gold? Haiti doesn't have gold. No. So essentially... He went back for more troops and money and essentially an army, went back to Haiti and slaughtered pretty much everyone. Yeah, he did kill a lot of natives. Yes. He did actually encounter some resistance later on his, on his later voyages, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. But um, yeah, he landed there, uh, basically landed on Hispaniola, which he made his, his, his headquarters, his hub, which he'd go to Hispaniola and he'd sail to the other places. Mm-hmm. So he, was, he was also became governor of the... The Indies, the West Indies. Okay, so on his third voyage, after we discovered these islands, King John of Portugal, John, right? <laughs> it's been Amer- Americanized, I think. Yes. Uh, he theorized a full continent south of the current discoveries, at the islands of Cape Verde. Um, so ships, be- because right, and this is another another thing to um, discount the uh, the theory that Columbus discovered the Americas. Ships from Africa. Yeah. Who, which had sunk, had been recovered sailing west with merchandise to sell. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So clearly the Africans had been to had been to South America as well to trade. Mm-hmm. But King John of Portugal, he, he thought, we found this, we, there must be another continent over there. So, he landed on the coast of Venezuela. Yeah. Yeah? Modern day Venezuela. And um, around this time, right, Columbus was the governor and he'd go over there all the time. Yeah. He was actually extremely unpopular. Does not surprise me. How much do you know about Christopher Columbus as a man? As a, I know he's a piece of shit. Oh yeah, um, awful human being. And, uh, oh, he used to think that the earth was actually in a pear shape and there was a succulent nipple, a, nipple, a, a, a nipple. succulent nipple at the top. That is true. He also th- he did think it was pear shaped, which is stupid. That nipple thing is true. I, I do know that. Columbus, he was funny. <laughs> um, so his sailors complained about his governance and his unfulfilled promises of, as you said, untold riches from the new world. So he went, oh, there must be gold here. He said, mm-hmm. where's your gold? The Haitians said, you ain't got no gold. And so all his sailors didn't get paid. And we're earning a, like a meager living. Mm-hmm. So from Hispaniola, he sailed down to Tobago, or Tobago, however you pronounce it. Um, and once, when he returned to Hispaniola, there was a rebellion against him. And he was arrested by um, the Spanish for tyranny. And he was taken back in chains and removed from his office as governor in 1500. Mm-hmm. He also also made the suggestion of enslaving the native Hispaniolans, as well as shipping, and I quote, as many slaves as could be sold to there. Now, obviously, African the African slave trade had been going on in Europe for centuries, mm-hmm. right? All the way in medieval times, they, they wandered down to uh, Africa and said, "You belong to us now. Too bad." Um, yeah, um, and he was he was put in jail for tyranny and uh, incompetence. Doesn't surprise me nope. at all. However, after about six months, and his two brothers as well, he went with his two brothers, uh, Bartolomeo and Diego. Yeah. Colombo. Um, he was eventually freed after about six months. <laughs> granted, granted his freedom and his wealth back. And he returned to the New World. He was not allowed to be the governor. Just an explorer. Okay. Now on his fourth voyage, interestingly, he discovered Central America. So he explored the coasts of Honduras, Nicaragua and Costa Rica before finally arriving in Panama. Um, however, he did he did encounter some resistance from the armies of the natives. So his, on this fourth voyage, his ships were damaged by unhappy natives, as well as bad weather. Yeah. And he and his crew were stranded on Jamaica. Now the new governor, uh, Bobadilla, his name was, Francisco Bobadilla, basically said, nah, just let, you can let him die there. Yeah. He was like, we sh- we sh- we're not going to send not going to send any help from him. But um, he was eventually rescued. And the reason they survived on Jamaica was because um, the natives thought him like a mystical man. Because um, they Europeans had weather charts. Yeah. And he predicted the full moon. We will have a full moon on this day. And then it happened and they were like, oh my God, you're magic. We'll help you. Oh God. Basically. So eventually he was rescued by other people. But um, yeah. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background about uh, Columbus to make you hate him even more than you already do. Um, <laughs> so as I said, in the late ni- in the late 1490s, word reached King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella of Spain of Columbus's tyranny and incompetence. Mm-hmm. Once removed, they placed Francisco Bobadilla as governor. Now, according to the residents of Hispaniola, all three Columbus brothers, Christopher or Cristoforo, Bartolomeo and Diego, used torture and mutilation to govern. Yeah. Uh, what he once punished a man who had stolen an ear of corn. 
like cutting off his ears and nose and selling him into slavery. Oh, Christ. Mm-hmm. What is it with humans and just being I don't know. Fucking awful? He's just a bad man. Power. Power corrupts. Well, like, uh, I wish I could say we've gotten better, but to be mm-hmm. fair, there are still parts of the world that are still scummy. His brothers paraded a woman through the streets naked and had her tongue cut out, essentially for being rude to him. Seriously, if I ever got, like, if I ever time-travelled, mm-hmm. right, and then got stuck in the past, I'd be fucked. I'm rude to a lot of people, <laughs> I'm sarcastic, and I've got sass that would get me killed in a just, fucking just instant. don't be rude to the proper people. If she wasn't killed, she just had a tongue cut out. Yeah, but <laughs> imagine if I couldn't talk. Hey, we wouldn't be able to film, uh, record a couple of lives, would you? Um, He also also killed rebellious natives and paraded their dismembered bodies through the streets as a warning to others who might rebel. Yeah, he was a bad man. Right, also, not Not only, RJ, was he a horrible, tyrannical bastard, he was also very ill. But why? He was struck down by gout. He originally thought it was gout. It was not gout. It was actually reactive arthritis, which was caused by uh, multiple sexually transmitted diseases. Oh, fuck. He's been raping people. Probably. It? Or, you know, paying women to have sex with them. Uh, Such as I gon- don't believe that man would pay for anything. They think he had gonorrhea and chlamydia, and they, the, the, the viruses in his stomach caused him to become ill and get arthritis and joint pain. And He, uh, he died in 1506, I think, so not long after he returned in 1502 or 1504, I think. Good, I'm glad he died. So the legacy of Columbus. Yep. The discover- discoverer of America, right? Mm-hmm. Well, no. One, as we said before, the Norsemen had already discovered and settled there for a time. Yeah. And two, though his journal stated he had discovered a hitherto unknown continent, mm-hmm. in a 15, 1502 letter to the Pope, uh, Alexander VI, I think, yep. he said Cuba was the east coast of Asia, and he also believed South America was at the end of the Orient. Now, the Orient obviously meaning the East, Eastern continent. Okay. So, it's difficult to say, because he has said in his journals, oh yeah, we've discovered a new continent, but he also thought, he also sent to people like, oh yeah, it's, it's Asia. We've discovered the East Coast of Asia. So. But what he did do was, while other people had been there before, he settled in there properly. And he brought the Western continents and the New World to the forefront of people's minds after Columbus uh, stopped his expeditions and 1500, his last expedition I think was 1502 a lot more people started to go there mm-hmm. now the most important one of these is a gentleman called Amerigo Vespucci also an Italian cartographer and scholar so he, he basically made maps mm-hmm. and he knew what he was doing a bit more than Columbus did Columbus <laughs> went over there and went untold riches we'll settle here we'll destroy the populace and impose our will Vespucci went Let's just go explore and make maps, shall we? So. Why can't these people be the people we focus on in history? I don't know. Amerigo Vespucci. Just the chill guys that go places yeah. and go, this is lovely. He, Let's uh, draw it. He sailed to South America and explored its east coast. So he, rather than the north coast that Columbus had discovered in Venezuela, mm-hmm. he sailed down the, 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 the east coast and he discovered the size of South America was much larger than originally thought. Yeah. He actually wrote... In his journals that, and letters back to the people in Europe. He said that the land masses were much too large to be those described by the ancient explorers Ptolemy and Marco Polo, who would um, 
been to the eastern coast of Asia and said, this is what it looks like. Yeah. And therefore, must be an entirely new continent. Uh, while he was down there, he was also a cosmographer. So he also mapped Alpha Centauri, the closest galaxy to us. I say that's space. Yeah, that's space. That's I'm escaping to the one place. You've seen that? <laughs> yes, we've discussed this on the podcast before. I swear. Space. I'm escaping to the one thing uh, capitalism hasn't destroyed. Yeah. So he space. sent <laughs> Vespucci sent letters back to Europe in the early 16th century, uh, from which a world map was created. Martin Waldseemuller, German. Uh, so he created this map based on. Vespucci's findings, bearing two new continents named the Americas. Mm. After the Latin form of Vespucci's first name, Americas. He named the continent. He didn't name the continent uh, after himself. Uh, this this cartographer named them the Americas because they were discovered properly by Amerigo Vespucci. Oh. Now, if anyone ever says, why is America called America? You can say, because of America Vespucci. America. The discoverer of America. However, and there is a big however next to Amerigo Vespucci's name. I'd like to point out my heart rate went from 64 to 79 as he said those words. There is a claim, several claims, that Vespucci did not write many of his letters. That various Italian scholars in Florence and that just sort of cobbled together these accounts. Some of them weren't even from Vespucci. Mm -hmm. They just said, oh yeah, we found this, we found that, we found that, it's the Americas, whatever. So there was some some question of where America Vespucci actually just actually discovered America as we know it. Yeah. So there are several other people that we have to talk about. So John Cabot. Are we done speaking about Christopher Columbus? Columbus, we're done. Yeah. It, completely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as a heads up, the reason why he is considered the founder of America and all, all all that kind of thing is because they found out the story about what he did years uh, years later. And because it was so depressing, they kind of shook it up. And it was um, Italians took it on as a great course. When Italians were em- immigrating to America, uh, it was a great course of morale. Because they were like, oh, our people founded America. We belong here. It was a great really integration kind so of thing. So they just left out all the parts about his butchery and murder. Yeah, and they, they hit it all. Uh, so it was like... like to make Christopher Columbus a great guy and that's just how, have a great connection. Kind you of see, thing. ladies and gentlemen, that's just how history can be skewed by certain people. Did you know, like, I lived um, in a house with three Irishmen before. Mm-hmm. And they learn, when they learn about Oliver Cromwell, they learn about his uh, ventures over to Ireland where he murdered everybody. Yeah. Completely left out of my schooling. Didn't even know that. I didn't they even They told know me that, that when I was like 18, 19. I was like, what? I, do, I still, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. You're going to have to do an episode on that now. Oh, Cromwell. All right. I'll do it after the 100 years war. No. Oh my God. <laughs> if you're enjoying this episode of I Don't Know History, please make sure you subscribe and leave a rating and listen to the 10 other episodes of the I Don't Know History podcast. Yeah. If you enjoy this man next to me's voice. Yes. Make sure you subscribe to the Couple RJ podcast mm-hmm. and give him a rating as well. I've given him a rating. He didn't give me a shout out there because, uh, well, mm. he's just not a very good friend. I did give you a shout out to listen <laughs> history on that episode of Couple RJ. I know, I'm only joking. Also, uh, please follow, if you just want to do one simple thing that will help us out, follow us on Twitter at Podmage. Uh, it's where we post all updates about our podcasts from Book Club to Rhyme Quest to Couple RJ to... Obviously, the one that you like the most. I don't know. History. I was going to do a little bit about about Podmage, and I thought you were going to leave it there. I was going to say other podcasts available on on Podmage are the Rhyme Quest Book Club Book Club launching this weekend. 
Book Club is launching soon. Uh, I haven't got a specific date soon. for that. If you like books, uh, listen to Book Club. Yeah, hosted by Tom and Alice. Tom and Alice. Uh, Tom, of course, the creator of Podmage. And also yes. the DM of uh, probably the mo- the one that piqued my interest the most on Podmage. The mm-hmm. Rhyme Quest, the Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Yes. I love Dungeons & Dragons, as I have mentioned before. Because here at Podmage, we're a different kind of casting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's our slogan, by the way. <laughs> so, RJ. Yes. After Vespucci. After Columbus. Vespucci does sound like a sauce to me sometimes. Vespucci sauce. Stop. Don't. Don't do that. Do you know anyone else who visited America? Um, no. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. Let me give you a little bit of history about that. <gasps> I, I was tempted to just... I'm not going to do it out of sheer editing sake, but I was going to put the intro back in there. <laughs> Five, four, three. Burr, 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 burr. In 1497, a gentleman called... He's been also been Americanized as John Cabot. Yeah. Giovanni Caboto, his name was. Giovanni okay. Caboto. He's Italian as well. They're all Italian for some reason. He sailed west and landed in what he thought was Asia. Mm-hmm. He discovered it was actually Canada, which he claimed for King Henry VII. Do you remember King Henry VII? Yes. He was the first Tudor monarch. Go back and watch the Tudors episode, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to the episode of the Tudors. You know, just, or just watch it. Watch the Watch waveform. the BBC show, Tudors. Watch the waveform. Just move across your screen. <laughs> um, and he named that area of Canada Newfoundland. Can you also write down a note for another episode? Why... Is kind of also French. Can you also do that? That'll come up. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, another Italian called Giovanni de Verrazzano explored the east coast of America from Florida to Newfoundland in 1524. So you can just see now after Columbus's initial um, initial expeditions, mm-hmm. voyages, that's the word I want to, <laughs> and, and Vespucci's voyages west, people just started to flood into the continent okay. to go and explore. Uh, Jacques Cartier... The first non-Italian, right? He sailed down the St. Lawrence River and discovered Prince Edward Island. Mm-hmm. And then, this, this is going now into the, into the 16th and early 17th century. It keeps going. Um, Spanish colonization of Mexico and Central America. That was probably the biggest one. Um, Mexico actually uh, stretched from the tip of current day Mexico all the way up to California. And you can tell where the Spanish colonies end because California sounds Spanish. Nevada sounds Spanish. San Francisco, Los Angeles, Santa Fe. And as soon as you get past that, it goes back to Idaho, yeah. Oregon, Montana, things like that. Washington State. Did we speak in the podcast recently about Arkansas and Kansas? Technically, they have the same word in them. No. Because I was going to say about... We mentioned whole, it. You know how America was split into like... Um, like America, the, the US of A was mm-hmm. smaller... Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot smaller. And then we started taking stuff from... We are going to get into that We're going to get into that. Okay. Because while I also... While I did want to talk about mainly the discovery of the mainland, I've also gone into the discovery of the western portion of America that happened much later in the 19th century. Yeah. But let's just finish this for a moment. (laughs) Now, the British first landed in America in in the 1600s, the 17th century. So their two main areas of... uh, Colonization were Jamestown, Virginia. Uh, Jamestown is notable for being the place of. It's quite close to Roanoke County. You know about Roanoke? I've heard it. Roanoke. 
and uh, Roanoke is what I've heard. In, I've never heard uh, Roanoke County. Though. What's the f- What's the thing? Croatoan. Croatoan Island. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts. Plymouth, Plymouth County, Rock. which is yeah, which is now Plymouth, Massachusetts, still mm-hmm. exists. And Wait, when the Pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock is a sentence I have heard in the past. Yeah. There you go. See, the British pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock and there formed Plymouth, which is, like I said, Plymouth, Massachusetts. And the French... There's a Plymouth in the UK, right? Yeah, it's in uh, <laughs> Dorset. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess that's what they named it after. Oh, uh, no, it's Devon, Devon or Dorset, I'm not sure. Sorry, all the... Uh, all the old people that live all the people from in Plymouth. Plymouth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what county it's in. It sounds like a place where only old people live. Uh, well, Devon in general sounds like that. I Devon. just imagine Devon and I imagine bingo. Devon could easily be Welsh. Sounds great in a Welsh accent. Devon. 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 But then you want what would you look at when you look out to the sea? France. Well, no, in Swansea you look out at Devon. West Dorset. The Principality of Cornwall, as it once was. Anyway, <laughs> so the British settled at the same time as the British were settling uh, down the east coast of eastern, eastern United States, which, mm-hmm. which was is now. The French went a bit further north. They landed in uh, Nova Scotia. And they formed Port Royal, the first colony, and Quebec City, Quebec. Is Port Royal the one that we see in Pirates of the Caribbean? No, that's a different that's Port, Port Royal. That's Port Royal. <laughs> Quebec City, obviously in Quebec, that's a French-speaking part. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nova Scotia, also a French-speaking part. Nova Scotia, called Nova Scotia because it's New Scotland. Nova Scotia, so Latin, that's what they used to be called. The Scotty were a tribe of uh, Celts. And it was mainly, the main exports were fur. Because they're new things. Yeah. Have you ever seen... Have you seen... What's it called? Frontier? No. On Netflix. You know you know it exists. Though. Yes. That's what they are. They're frontiersmen. They're out on the, on the, uh, on the American frontiers uh, trading for... Have you seen The Revenant? No. The Best Picture Award winner in 2016? Not. With Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hardy. Good movie. Oh, the one where Leonardo DiCaprio eats a heart or something like that? Yes. I haven't seen it, but I know of it. It's a good movie. Really good movie, and that's have you about... seen that Jon Snow in Game of Thrones wears fur from IKEA? No, I didn't know that. Is it like a rug? <laughs> yeah, it's just a black sheep rug from IKEA. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, no. So the Revenant was that's the level of. <laughs> I love how so far in this podcast it's been like, oh yeah, the reason why Christopher Columbus like out of me, and then it's like, oh yeah, you know the black fur that Jon Snow's wear, it's from IKEA. RJ is the best talk show host ever because he can just pull random nuggets <laughs> of information. <laughs> And apply it to it. Like, I'm not even saying it doesn't apply to this situation. It does apply. He's talking about fur trade. And apply it to a situation where you wouldn't think it would, it would work. But somehow he manages it and he pulls it off and he makes this incredible podcast. <laughs> Thank where you. He bring, where he brings me on. And I'm, you know, really boring. And you get the best out of me. Hey, your knowledge is fucking fantastic. And you actually make history interesting. Well, I, I like to think so. Because you've had several history teachers that you've complained about. One of whom... Stole from a- <laughs> Tevenhams. Once again, if you would like to find out more, just type in Wales Online teacher steals Debenhams and you'll see the article. She was my history teacher. She didn't go to jail in the end. Everything got blamed on the husband. But yeah. And he was apparently she was apparently not very nice to you, was she? No, she was horrible. If you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but okay, so the Revenant. That's a film about frontiersmen and fur trade and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what they're doing over there. Now, that's kind of the, the finality of the actual discovery of the continent of America. After 
after these settlements, people moved in. Um, in later in the 18th century, sort of the 1700s, you had colonies of America, the 13 great colonies, and then in 1776, mm-hmm. of course, you had the the founding of America by the founding fathers, and there was already technology and civilization there at that point. But at in 1776, what a lot of people don't know is that um, America was, as you said, really small. It only went to about I like Iowa and Missouri were not owned by America. Yeah, it went about as far as the Mississippi River and no further. And they didn't even have Florida. Florida was controlled by the Span the Spanish. Mm-hmm. They went down to New Orleans, which was owned by the actually owned by the French, uh, because of New New Orleans. Orléans is a town in France. Okay. The capital of Louisiana is Baton Rouge. I didn't. I've never thought like just the way that New Orleans celebrates stuff. I never think French. Mm. Well, that's like the, that style is very. It's Cajun. Mm. Cajun or the in the Bayou. It's called the Bayou. That's a French word. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Well, not I guess. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm the opposite of a soothsayer. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. So yes, in 1803. The USA only stretched as far as the Midwest. That's why it's called the Midwest now. Yeah. Chicago. It was the, at the western edge of the United States of America, even though it's much further east than mm-hmm. anywhere you could possibly call the Midwest. That's why it's referred to as the Midwest. The French owned the territory of Louisiana. Now, Louisiana is not was not a state. Louisiana was an enormous piece of territory that stretched from North Dakota down to North Texas and included the state of Louisiana. It was named after King Louis. The whichever one there were like nineteen of them, <laughs> but cracking, cracking. The United States bought the Louis, the Louisiana territory, yeah, referred to as the Louisiana Purchase. You heard of the Louisiana Purchase? Pseudo heard of it. This is 20, 27 years after the formation of the United States. Yeah, and it this had... is the one that like it was a really bad deal, and we ripped them off. We. Not we, but... I say we because, we're, you know, there were white well, Brits. Yeah, pr- pretty much. It was, a th- it was a third of the United States, the continent of America, excluding Canada. Yeah. And they, the Americans bought it from the French for $15 million. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all together, there was some erasing of French debt to the US, mm-hmm. uh, which is, in these days' money, how much do you think that would be? If you had to buy all those states now... If I had to buy them now... Trillions. trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. It was yeah. two hundred and forty-five million dollars in today's money. That's it. Christ. That's like not even half of what Mark Zuckerberg has. <laughs> it's not even half a billion dollars. Oh my god! The unbelievable amount of that. So, Louisiana hadn't been properly with one Bitcoin soon. <laughs> Louisiana hadn't been properly mapped, so there was now this huge amount of American territory that people didn't know it was there because mm. the French left. Um. Where is Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore is in North Dakota. Are you getting onto that at all? Or no. There's a bit of knowledge that I know. And that is um there was a treaty done with the Native Americans uh-huh. um on that piece of land where it was given to the Native Americans. And then it it as part of the treaty and then it was taken back and then um they carved the heads of the presidents into. Yeah. Um <laughs> um, obviously they broke the treaty years later they kind of like America was like oh that was a bad thing and then gave them a hell of a lot of money but they didn't want that they wanted the land back so currently in the US Treasury there is 
millions of dollars set aside that keeps gathering interest because they don't want the money. Oh. Mount Rushmore is... Awful. It, it absolutely typifies America. It's not finished. It's just gaudy and over the top. And it's like, let's carve the, na- the faces of our foremost famous presidents into a rock. Also, it's not finished. What it was meant to have their whole bodies carved into, but the what? project ran out of money. Of course it did. just went, okay, we'll leave it as that. Of course it ran and out also, of also, the original carver, the only reason... Okay, so... Uh, who? Teddy Roosevelt's on there, yeah. right? He. The only reason why he's on there is because he was friends with the artist. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt didn't really do much as and a person. There's nothing massive. In. So, like, you've got Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. Free the Slaves. You've got, you know, the, the other two. I forgot. Washington. Yeah, obviously. First president. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all done big, big things as president. Mm-hmm. Teddy Roosevelt's just there. He's there yeah. just because he was friends with the artist. He was also, there the him. artist was super weird and wanted to have the insides of the head to be rooms so they would hold the Declaration of Independence <laughs> inside the head. So that's where that whole nonsense comes from in films. Isn't it in National Treasure 2 or something like that? It's uh, Richie Rich there's one as well. There's yeah. rooms inside Mount Rushmore. There's not. <laughs> it's just they wanted there to be. It's just, Have you ever seen Mount Rushmore? Have you looked at Mount Rushmore? I say like they. Projects? It was the main artist. What? Um, if you look to the left of George Washington there's an area where um it's just a completely destroyed rock and that's because they started to carve Thomas Jefferson there but like his, half his face fell off and so they just blew it up and said we'll go this way and that's, yeah. that's, that's why Teddy Roosevelt has to kind of be tucked in because there's not really enough room for him also Thomas Jefferson's just awful mate they all were well they all were but can I just point out Jefferson had a, quite a lot of slaves raped them and also fathered multiple children with his slaves but then you say they're terrible like that's just what life was you had slaves I just it doesn't mean they're not terrible I understand that but like then you go then you have to compare them to in order to, to discover whether or not someone was terrible you have to compare them to everyone else living in the world at the time it's like if if like if you know murdering millions countless Jews was just commonplace by everyone in the world then Hitler would just be like alright someone else already today you brought up the whole feminist stance in my podcast and now your podcast you're currently doing hey if everyone was murdering Jews Hitler would be okay do you want that to go down as a quote in your life no okay fine (laughs) okay fine continue gotta think about it in a different way right so in the south of America yeah Everyone had a slave. Yes. And you don't, you don't get that many. You aren't. You're starting to get it now. You don't get that many. Like this is an awful slavery because everyone, all these plantations had slaves on them. Yes. There's no one person you go. This is the worst person. This is the bad person. Because I'm just saying that they're all terrible people. Obviously, of course they are. Right. Yeah. We good. Yeah, of course. There we go. We but then, like you. again, in America, everyone said the N word. And no one thought, you're an awful person. Because everyone said it. Everyone said it. That's just what, still, I'm, trying, that's just what I'm trying to get at. Still terrible. Continue. Okay. <laughs> who'd I hijacked this podcast who'd be on Mount my left attitude. Who'd be on Mount Rushmore today? Uh, if they carved it today. I just don't think anyone should be celebrated with a giant statue head of themselves. I also don't think that. So but. it's like, if, if people were going to be on there today, can't really think. It'd have to be like, like even, wasn't it, um, 
uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Like he did awful things as well to women, didn't he? I don't know. I need to research that. Please don't. I'm not confirming that. Considering this is a history podcast, we should be spitting out facts, not theory. Um, not everyone is wholly good. Not everyone is wholly bad. There we go. Yeah, but yeah, I just maybe I, we should stop making statue heads and acting like people yeah. aren't perfect. I think, but regardless, I think you have Washington mm. and you have Lincoln on there. I think you have Donald Trump, FDR, and I think you just have three. Just have three. I think you just have three. Okay. There haven't been that many enough good presidents. To read it. Maybe Eisenhower. I just... Maybe not have the heads. They're already on the money. <laughs> maybe They're not. already on the money. <laughs> they are already on the money, that's right. So maybe not have the heads. Well, Ben Franklin wasn't even a president. He's on the hundred. Yeah, because he was a great inventor. He probably had slaves. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> you got to go to work in like 40 minutes. Yeah, I know. I, I work over there, though. It's fine. I know, but still... Okay, so Louisiana hadn't been properly mapped, so there was now an expedition west to map it and to reach the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> okay. But also, so, Lewis and Clark. You know Lewis and Clark? Meriwether Lewis and something something Clark. You heard the story of Lewis and Clark? Were they with Pocahontas at one point? Sacagawea. Yeah. Not Pocahontas, but yeah, pretty much. Like, she's a, yeah. I thought there was, there's a real version of Pocahontas, though. Sacagawea. Is that who... What? I, I need to confirm this. <laughs> I'm okay. so confused. I thought Pocahontas was a real person. No. But, like, <laughs> Pocahontas is Disney. No, but like I swear she was based on... Yeah, she's based on Sacagawea. Wait. What's the... No, she is real! <laughs> Alright, whatever. I don't care. I'm so... That... Carry on. Born... Uh, I'm not being told that I'm wrong when I'm... Okay, well, fine. It's, it's Pocahontas is not with Lewis and Clark. She's a different person. Okay. The Native American Indian woman they had with them was Sacagawea. That's fine. <laughs> That's I remember the name Sacagawea and they were... Because I've said it six but, times now. But, like, I just couldn't remember if, if Pocahontas was traveling. That's all right. She was, yeah, she existed. So, they marched all the way up the Mississippi River. They got to the top. They met the Lakota tribe in... Uh, what's now North Dakota and South Dakota. But still, west of the Dakotas and north of California, because California is controlled by the Spanish, had not been explored or mapped by the Americans. Mm-hmm. It had. It was disputed between the British and the French, but it was called Oregon County, and it was not owned by anyone, really. Um, they did reach the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. They marched into Oregon County. Have you ever played... Have you, do you know of the Oregon Trail, the game? Yes. It's about... Uh, frontiersmen going all the way to the Oregon and getting dysentery yeah getting dysentery <laughs> and uh, they built Fort Clatsop so it was a successful voyage okay yeah and they uh, they turned around and they came back so that's the discovery of Western America yeah there are just a couple more people that I want to mention before we wrap up yeah we've got ten minutes <laughs> ten, well I, yeah. I kind of need to finish and go to work so. <laughs> Captain Cook now, Captain Cook is most notable for discovering Australia. Yeah. However, he did also discover Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Hawaii. Around 1778. Which Hawaii used to be its own place. It didn't used to be a part of the US. It was taken, essentially, that, illegally. We can speak about that another time. I I've got, I've got an interesting fact about the king of 
Hawaii. Yeah, it used to be under a monarch. Who I will bring up. Uh, Is it annoying you that I've been learning history in my spare time now? <laughs> no, it's actually really good that you've tried to learn history because you're interested in history now. Yeah. You could just call it IK history. I know. I know history. It's just, that's kind of this is bragging, should, really, isn't this is it? Why we're gonna Look how to, much I know about history. This is why we're going to have to stop doing I don't know history oh. at some point and call it just do I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But um, it's, it's my little pet project. I like it. Yeah, no, you keep doing it. You keep doing I don't know. You know a lot of stuff, Alex. <laughs> Thanks. The last person I want to talk to you about, RJ, <laughs> is a gentleman called George Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yes, before you ask. Did he, discover, Van- did he yeah, is he what Vancouver is named after? Yes. Or did he discover Vancouver? He was the first person to circumnavigate Vancouver Island. There we go. And to discover that it was in fact an island. Okay. Because there was some question about it. Uh, he did expeditions up, up and down the west coast of America. Hence Vancouver is Vancouver today. Mm-hmm. He met the king of Hawaii... Do you, do, you, do you know anything about Dragon Ball? That's so weird that Vancouver and Hawaii are so fucking far apart. Mm. And yet he's like, yeah, I'm at the King Hawaii. Do you, have you ever watched Dragon Ball? No. Do you know anything about Dragon Ball? No. Okay, well. I know something about over 9,000 and that there is a Z. The King of Hawaii was called King Kamehameha, which is literally the move that Goku uses all the time in Dragon Ball Z. Which is okay. really odd to me. <laughs> so, yeah. That pretty much sums up the discovery of America. How'd you feel? I just wish more people knew about this. Like... Knew about what in particular? The amount of people that it took to really discover America. Yeah. The actual people who discovered it first. The uh, fact that white people, and by that I mean, like, Europeans aren't the centre of the world. No. We also suck. In our part. Yeah, we suck. <laughs> Just accept that we suck, guys. We act like we're the best. Like, and by we, I mean, yes, I know that we didn't fucking do it, blah, 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 carry on. But looking at our past, you can't defend these people and be like, okay, they lied, they cheated, they killed, and they edited history to make them look better. All right? We yep. accept that. And then just actually give credit to the people that did the good jobs. Because history, we've been writing it wrong. We're at a point now where I feel like history is going to get written more the right way because so many people have access to the, you know, more truths. Anyone can edit Wikipedia? No. Not anymore. Oh, really? It gets, the community is very, like, locked on. You've got to source fucking everything. Okay. And have proper pieces done, non-biased pieces as well. Fair enough. Very good. Wikipedia is, is actually trustworthy. We are, but yeah. don't source it in your fucking human, human. Well, you go with the go. You can yeah, click it, then click the source. Then go, go find to the source, source website. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, so yeah, we're not good. Pretty much, like eighty percent of the bad things that have happened are because in the world in history are because of white Europeans. <laughs> what uh, is coming up next week, Alex? Oh, do you want me to do it? We're not doing we do it. We're not doing it, are we? What, the Hundred Years' War? Oh, okay. I, I, all right, I'll give you an out. You don't have to, as long as I don't have to do the quiz. Next week, tune in for the Hundred Years' War. No! <laughs> or next week, in two in, weeks. In, in next fortnight, in a fortnight's time, tune in for the Hundred Years' War. No! And two weeks after that, tune in for me quizzing RJ about this. He was getting all season finale. He was getting all confident. This is the season finale. Getting all confident about. Oh, I've been researching history in my spare time. Bollocks. Let's see.
Yeah, just because I'm researching history doesn't mean I retain it. Well, you've retained it so far. Yeah, I've retained random bits of history, but yeah, I know you're going to be like, oh, what year did this happen in? I'm going to be like, like, fuck, I know. I know Hawaii <laughs> had a monarch. Don't, I don't know when it happened. Do you remember his name? No. <laughs> I literally told you like four and a half minutes ago. King Dragon Ball move. I'll, I'll take that. There we go. So, <laughs> takeaways from this episode. Uh, white the, people the, are awful. White people are awful. The Norsemen uh, discovered America before any other European. Columbus did not discover America. He thought he discovered the east of Asia. And he was a very bad man. America is called America because of the Italian explorer Amerigo Vespucci. Uh, and Lewis and Clark discovered the west of America. And Pocahontas is real. <laughs> Pocahontas is real. And there was one last thing. And of course, America was truly discovered by its indigenous people. And so. the world is round, folks. The world, world is, round. is round. It's not a pear with a succulent nipple. And it's not flat, like no, a pancake. It's definitely not flat. Thank you for listening to I Don't Know History, episode 11. Um, as we said before, if you're interested in history, please make sure you subscribe and leave us a rating and listen to all the other episodes of I Don't Know History we have. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Alex Fakili. You can follow RJ on, on Twitter at Kepa RJ. You can follow Podmage at Podmage. You give too many calls to action out. You want to know what you can do? Listen to I Don't Know History if you haven't before. Follow at Podmage and feel free to tweet us if we got anything wrong. This has been the I Don't Know History podcast hosted by Alex Fakili. Hello. Goodbye. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we'll see you. For the 100 Years War. Bye. Bye.